Hello. Hello. We are back with another week of the Bachelor in Paradise. I am, oh, we're the Rosettes. And I'm Ariel. I'm and the I'm, daughter. And I'm Marcia. I'm the mom. We're the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast out there, as far as, far we, as we know. know. And um, we are super sorry that we missed a couple episodes. We thought we would have time to be able to record them while we were down at our D23 Expo. And we just didn't It's a brutal find process, the time. It's a it, D23 Expo is brutal. <laughs> if anybody wants tips and tricks on how to make it the best, just contact us because we know what to do. But it takes about three years off your life. <laughs> Every time Every you time do it. Go. So I'm coming close. I'm coming close to to death. <laughs> no, you're not. Just kidding. But we are super sorry that we weren't able to get those episodes out. Um, we really tried, but we just <clears throat> couldn't find the time to do it. And we tried to do it on the train but the train's Wi-Fi was down on the way back, so we weren't able to watch yeah. the episode. We had Wi-Fi and tech issues. But. So I had to watch, like, five episodes or something. No, I think it was just three episodes. But I had to watch, like, three episodes but it seems all like in a five. day. Yeah, and those were, like, two-hour <laughs> episodes. It seems like 20 episodes. Damn it. Yeah. So we're super sorry. We felt really bad. We really wanted to do those episodes. But we're just going to do a really, really, really quick recap of the stuff that we missed like the little highlights and stuff, and then we're going to get into uh, this week's stuff. And uh, as far as Bachelor news go, the only news that I care about is that Astrid and Kevin got engaged. We love you, Astrid and Kevin. (laughs) They are just the cutest. I've always loved them ever since they were on Paradise last year, and it seems exciting. And now that they're engaged, maybe Joe and Kendall will get engaged. Yeah. I hope so. Because everyone from that season is starting to get engaged or getting married, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, other really quick Bachelor Nation news. Tyler Cameron was, he went, he accompanied Gigi um, Hadid to her grandmother's funeral. Yeah. So, that's pretty big. Because especially since the funeral was in, like, the Netherlands somewhere. So, like... I, I'm pretty sure they're probably seeing each other exclusively now. Yeah, and they had like their arms around each other and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. when once you start taking your guy friend to the funeral, he's more than just a friend. Yeah, but yeah, recap, so go him. Recap of the stuff we missed. Uh, Demi's girlfriend Christian gets to paradise, and Demi's like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy! It's always been you." And then Demi goes to Derek, and she's like, "Sorry, Derek, it hasn't been you. It's been Christian all along." And I know we want to be fast, but their reunion was very sweet. Christian and Demi's reunion was very sweet. And it felt very real, and mm-hmm. and you know, kudos to Bachelor Nation to Bachelor Dumb for you know including a same sex couple and making it a very real feeling thing. Mm-hmm. Apart from the fact that it also was contrived. planned, yeah. <laughs> but it was really sweet to kind of see them just get get back together. Okay, and then back to speed recap. Demi. Dumped Derek, and Derek was like, oh, no, no one. He's basically pulling a bed, and he's like, I'm unlovable. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And then he um, is all sad about it, and then he and Christian have a little talk, a little powwow, and they're like, we just... It was a nice talk. They both have kind of almost the same voice. They're like, yeah, I just want Demi to be happy. And they're like, yeah, I just want to be Demi to be happy too. And then they agree on that, and then um, that's that. And Derek's like, well, since Demi's out of the picture, I'm gonna hit on Tasha. Yeah. Um, and he does hit on Tasha. John Paul Jones gets pretty pissed, but also yeah. he does go on dates with both Tajwan and Haley. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how is that making Ta- or Tasha feel? Haley Ferguson of Twin Fame, which her intro is so funny. Favorite intro ever. She's just she's behind the surfboard and she peeks out to just looks over for her twin and she isn't there and then she looks back at the camera and like, she's sad. what the hell? <laughs> it's so cute. And then um, yeah. So he goes on dates with both of them. Tajwan is just annoying, and she oh, immediately yeah. becomes obsessed with John Paul Jones. She well, kind of has a breakdown. It's super unfortunate that we can't devote an entire like hour to Tajwan because she's equally hilarious and infuriating. I don't think it's. I thought she was really annoying. It was pretty funny, but it was really freaking annoying, and I don't. Think We're I seagulls, able. and you're a pigeon, Haley. And Haley goes, "You're so." St- 
stupid. Seagulls are just the pigeons of the ocean. <laughs> and there's a lot more ocean than Earth, so that's worse. Like her, her logic was not sound, but it was entertaining. Um, and meanwhile, well, meanwhile, JPJ is still madly in love with Tasha. Yeah, he doesn't really want either of these women. It's just what he's... And Derek's completely unaware of that as he kind of makes time with Tasha. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, he's he says he is. Yeah. Um, and then John Paul Jones gets really pissed at Derek and... Um, oh, my gosh. At the wedding... How many, like, times? Also, like, we see Crystal and Goose's wedding. How Like, there's four or five times that... John Paul Jones just goes off on Derek and how he's a womanizer. He's not here for the right reasons. His podcast is just a way to hook up with. I, I don't think it was quite four. I think it was maybe a total of like three times. Well, he went out. I mean, it was just a. It was not a good look for John Paul Jones. It wasn't. But also, he's. I am under the impression because John Paul Jones has always been weird, but he's never been mean to anyone. So I'm under the impression that he really believed all the stuff he was saying oh, about Derek. Yeah. I think he really does believe that Derek is this kind of person. 100% I believe John Paul Jones's heart is just 100% tacious. He's just totally crazy. He's smitten with her. Yeah. And however he got these ideas in his head about Derek, he believes them. Yeah, and he... Um, I really think it might be producers putting these ideas in John Paul Jones. Yeah, I think, well, no, I think, um, I think he has heard some of the stuff that Derek has said, and then, um, the producers are being like, oh, yeah, he said that. What he means by that is this. And then that's kind of what he's like. Right. Building on those. Yeah. And I think. Initially small insecurities and making them huge insecurities. Yeah. And I think he is kind of just like wanting to do what's best for Tasha, without thinking about how this makes him look. Yeah. So that's what happened with that. Anything else huge? Um, you know, Haley, blah, blah, blah. Um, so Dean also has left, um, and he was basically, and he left on Kaylin's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, he did give her funny. a cake and had everybody sing to her, and she was over the moon. And he gave her a rose. He yeah. didn't leave till after the rose ceremony. He, yeah, after the rose ceremony, he said, can we talk? And she's like, what? Wait, you're scaring me. Blah, blah, blah. Kaylin, ugh. Anyway, so... Yeah, he basically dumped her right after the rose ceremony on her birthday, which everybody knew was going to happen. Everybody was warning her. She knew it. She was. She kept talking about, oh, I know that he has this reputation. He's, you know, this is never going to work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then when he, <laughs> when he does it, she's like, I was totally blindsided. Like, no, you weren't. You've been I, talking about how he's going to dump you for since you guys got together. I was totally blindsided, and I thought he was my forever. Like, no, you get did. out of town, <laughs> dum-dum. Give me a break. And so he's, he splits, and that's before the wedding. The wedding's amazing. And then the next day is the wedding. Yeah, the next day is the wedding. Um, Tasha finds a little uh, present package thing. Oh, also beach. after that rose ceremony, Tajwan goes home. Yeah, Tajwan went home, and Jen Saviano went home. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Chris and Katie had a little, like bump in there oh yeah that was a big deal on the show road because it was kind of boring though basically katie was just like yeah you can date whoever i don't care and then chris did date whoever and katie was like oh my god i self-sabotaged again i self-sabotaged which a lot of women do so Mm -hmm. it's an i mean like it's a relatable story yes it's a relatable story watch it feel it but we're not gonna go crazy here because it drug on too long for the show yeah um but they're they, they're back on the right track now um so yeah jen saviano went home taj Wan went home and one other person that was newly introduced went home i can't even remember who caitlin caitlin went home oh yeah and blake had a brief little romance with caitlin uh but- but Christina, Christina sabotaged that romance. Yeah, Christina's gotten so bad. Manipulative. I still like you, Christina. I don't because she's being mean. She's like, I don't know. She's just she's just super manipulative. And I think it's hypocritical of you to hate Kaylin for being manipulative and not hate Christina for being manipulative. Chris, okay, I can't defend myself too much, but it's just a feeling being old and wise. 
That's not okay. Mom. Christina has had old, a harder life old than and wise is or what people call themselves in the government, and that's not going well. So oh, come on, give me a break. They're they're anyway. Christina's manipulative, yes, but she's. I just I will never hate her as much as I hate Kaylin. Kaylin's she's she's just. So selfish, and anyway, so is Christina. Christina doesn't I, even like let, Blake. Let me let me work out a cogent defense for Christina. Not right now, though. You can't think of one because you don't Give have one. Anyways, anyways, so, so Blake chooses Christina over this girl he actually had like a romantic thing with. But Christina got in his head and said, "You know, that's not really the girl you want, right?" And, that is not really... Don't you want to see who the next girl comes down the stairs? Maybe that will be the love of your life. And he falls for that, and he chooses her, Christina, instead of Caitlin. So Caitlin goes home along with Tajwan mm-hmm. and Jam. It's hard to come in this late in the game. It really is. Yeah. Um, Haley Ferguson stays, though, because John Paul Jones picks her. Yeah. Because Derek picks... Tasha before Tasha. John Paul Jones has a chance. chance. Yeah, right. and John Paul Jones was going to pick her. So he was like, I'm gonna pick Tasha tonight. Like I'm I like I'm just obsessed with her. And then he doesn't get the chance and he panics and picks Haley. Right. Um Which makes Haley think, Oh, he likes me. And basically she doesn't find out that Tajwan she she doesn't find out that John Paul Jones prefers Tasha until Derek tells her. But that's later. That's this week. Okay. So, are we caught up? Oh, the wedding was beautiful. Um, Crystal looked gorgeous. I mean, I have my ups and downs. With and Kaylin, Kaylin like goes out with Connor. Connor gets to the island. Oh yeah! During the, the wedding, Kaylin's like, "I don't shouldn't even be here. I got dumped last night." She's like so crying the whole oh, wedding. I'm such a baby. Mom, then, you need to stop being like that about <laughs> Kaylin, but loving, but loving Christina. I'm serious. It's okay. really. <laughs> It's really mean. Like okay. I don't like I don't Just like either of them. But let me get my Kaylinness out. She was because she was awful during the wedding. She was. She was crying the whole time. She was like whining and crying, and I don't want to be here. And then as soon as Connor shows up, she's like, oh, <laughs> putting on her little fake little, <laughs> you know, girly like she's an idiot, but she's not. And fawning over him, and they make out at the wedding. Although he also supposedly talks to Christina for 40 minutes at the wedding. And yeah. John Paul Jones and Derek have a big fight at the wedding. The wedding's beautiful. We're all happy for Chris, Dole, and Goose. Do we get it all pretty much? Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> Kaylin and Connor go on a date. Kaylin and Connor go on a date where they paint themselves. Yeah. So she's like, and she's, Kaylin always gets to go on dates with my favorite of the guys from Hannah's season. I know. It's so not fair. <laughs> but and speaking of which, Mike has been on Bachelor in Paradise for quite a while now and has dated many people, but has not really found a connection with anyone. So. He hasn't dated, he's been pretty focused on Sydney. Well, he started with Kay. He went out with Kaylin. And then he's. And then Sydney. And then he. After that, he goes out with somebody, but but that's not that doesn't happen yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So he hasn't really been spending that much time with that much people. His main focus has been Sydney. Anyways, we should finally hop into the episode. That oh. was a little bit okay. One more thing that's really <laughs> important: Angela shows up in paradise. Angela is a bridesmaid at the wedding. Clay and Nicole are freaked out about it, and because yeah, Angela's Clay's ex girlfriend, right? Right. So she's at the wedding. I think that's. I think we start five point one is where we're gonna we're gonna do. That's where Caitlin. Com- or sorry, that's where uh, Angela comes shows in. Shows up. Okay, yeah. So she was at the wedding. That's all we need to know right now, and that freaked Nicole out. Okay, so um, last Monday's episode, the fifth week, first episode. Yes, it starts with Hawaiian music, which is weird because they're not in Hawaii. Um, <laughs> Nicole says nothing can ruin what we have. Nothing can come between us. And of course, in and then, walks, bum, 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 Angela, Angela comes down the stairs. Walks down the stairs. I freaking love this show. <laughs> Mike says, this is very scary for Clay. It's World War Three in his head. <laughs> Which it probably is, because Clay's not that bright. <laughs> Angela has a date card that says, time to find your love, time to finish your love story. So. She's like, ooh, I like the sound of that. 
so she talks to Mike first. Um, JPJ is with the group. He wonders if she's trying to rekindle things with Clay. Um, some of the girls say that they think Angela hopes Clay will realize realize his mistake and breaking up with her. Uh, anyway, during her conversation with Mike, Mike says, Oh, you got a beach body. Did he say that? Mm -hmm. I don't remember that. And they cut back to Clay and Nicole talking. And Nicole says, she weighs like one pound. She has no body mass. She needs some Cuban meat. Okay, Nicole needs to not body shame her. And also at the wedding, wedding, um, Ashley I was talking about, oh, she's got a revenge body. She lost so much weight, which also made me feel uncomfortable. It was like, she was gorgeous before. Yeah. How can you improve on gorgeous? I mean, I just don't. I I just thought it was really Yeah, also I haven't noticed any weight loss. Like, she looks exactly the same, except maybe some plastic surgery on her face. Yeah, to us. I I mean, I haven't looked that closely. But, yeah, they were going on and on about how, oh, my, she looks so much (laughs) weight. Also, something funny that happened at the wedding, I forgot about this. Not super important, but really funny, is everyone at the wedding found out about Blake's Oh, yeah. Situation. Yeah. And Ashley I tells Blake, she's like, where does she say he has to? Oh, she's like, you got to run away to Europe or something. You move to Europe. <laughs> yeah. like, she's like, yeah, there's no one left here. And they do, they do this little dorky montage with the dorky comical music where everybody's telling Blake, oh, yeah, you've had a hard time. Boy, you made some bad decisions. Boy, basically everybody's saying, boy, you're a jerk. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, <clears throat> so the... Angela's trying to decide who she wants to take on a date, and then she's like, hey, I'm going to take Mike, because who wouldn't want to take Mike on a date? Like, Right. Wow. And um, also, Clay, I don't know if he's mentioned this yet, but Clay has talked about how difficult it was for him to see other guys talk to her at the wedding, and Mike was at the wedding, too. Like, only a few people were invited to stay at the wedding. Right, which was weird. But... Um, and the, Well, it was to try to break up the couples. Like, right. they knew that there were people that were going to come to the beach. But Hannah and Dylan got to go together. Yeah. So that was kind of like the golden couple yeah. endorsement there. Um, and they... Uh, Clay said it was really, and Clay was one of the people at the wedding, and Mike was one of the people at the wedding. Clay said it was really hard to see some of his friends, like, talk to her, and then some of his friends, like, come up to him and be like, hey, would it be cool if I dated her? So I'm thinking Mike and Angela were hanging out at the wedding, Mm -hmm. and Mike talked to Clay, because it seems like Mike and Clay are friends. Mm -hmm. seems like Mike went up to Clay and was like, hey, like, would you be cool if I, like, decided to date Angela if she comes to paradise at all? And he just doesn't know what to do or say about it. It's like, well, on the one hand, no. But on the other hand, she's not uh, allied with me in any way anymore. So yeah. what, you know, of course, what, what can I do? So it's a really strange situation for him. Yeah. So Angela decides to take Mike on the date. They go on their, does anything happen before they go on their date? Um, I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched the episode. Well, one of the things Angela keeps saying to people who are questioning her why she's being there. Which she, makes sense. Her complaint is valid. Her, she keeps saying, well, right. if it's okay for Clay to be here, why is it not okay for me to be here? And mm-hmm. I agree with that. I support that. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think their motives are the same. Um, obviously, she just the way she walked into the wedding with, with her little crazy strut, she's got some real beef still with Clay. Mm-hmm. But I think, and I think Clay is trying to like just push that aside and not have anything to do with that. And she's really clinging to it. But other than that, sure, there's no reason why he has a more of a right to be there than she does. Yeah. For sure. And he gets all in his head, as we'll find out as we go along. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, you know, they, um, on the beach, before they go on the date, all the girls and a couple of the guys are talking about, oh, you know, this big deal about Angela and Clay. And, oh, we think Clay still has feelings for her. And, oh, Nicole's going to burn down the palapa if, you know, anything comes between her and Clay and so forth. So this is this is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. And that all happens and then it's the date? Oh, yes. Although oh. one of my favorite things Nicole says, she says... I don't want to look at her creepy bouncy curls or her creepy smile or her perfect anything else. 
<laughs> so someone's clearly jealous. Yes. <laughs> and I've really liked Nicole uh, much more during Bachelor in Paradise than I liked her on Colton's season. So I'm mm-hmm. sort of rooting for her. You know, on the other hand, all of it is such petty drama. Yeah. On the other hand, though, you shouldn't just be mean to your significant other's ex unless you have substantial proof that they were a bad person to your to ex. him or her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's just stupid. Oh, yeah. She she called her psycho. She says all sorts of nasty things about her, which which isn't particularly cool, but also, you know, a lot of us have been there, and we can kind of sympathize and understand why she's doing that. It takes a, it takes a bigger person to sort of be cool about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. And... <clears throat> Then Angela and Mike go on their date, and they're in a boat in a swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> Seems romantic. And meanwhile, Sydney and Mike have supposedly been getting close, and there's no, like, reaction at all from Sydney when Mike goes on the date. Yeah. Like, there's, like, it's. That's not even important. Anymore. Oh well, there was an ITM with Sydney where she she was disappointed that Mike got to stay at the wedding and she had to go back. And she said, "I thought that was our chance to really push forward and improve our relationship." So I think that was the show telling us that's the end of Sydney and Mike, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But it was not very well. It was a pretty covered. weak ending. Yeah. yeah. Um. But they're talking on the boat, and they're like. So he's like, well, I got, I just got to ask, like, you just got out of a pretty serious yeah. relationship with uh, my friend Clay, right? And she's like, yeah. Like, that was before the boat. That was when they were on, at dinner. The boat oh, was okay. just really brief, thankfully. <laughs> and um, he goes, yeah, for what, like nine months? She's like, no, it was eight months, but it was really serious. Yeah, Mike tells her he's 100% here to find his wife, you know? Yeah, she's like, I take this real serious. Like, I like this is really important to me. Like, I need to know that you're looking for marriage, too, if we're going to go on this date. Well, and she says, she repeats again, Clay's here, why can't I be here? It's mm-hmm. a double standard. And Mike says, that's a beautiful thing that you said that. And she's like, because, or he goes, because I also... Talk to him, and I was like, like, you can't be mad at her for being here when you're here, too. So, apparently, we didn't see this, but apparently Mike was kind of, like, standing up for Angela to Clay. Um, for being here and stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of a boring date, but... They do get on this little tiny boat and go around in circles in this tiny little pool. And then they kiss. A la fr- kiss the girl. Fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And then they kiss from across la, la, the boat. La, 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 and it's like kind of awkward because there's like a bench between them. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I like Mike, so. Oh, well, everybody likes Mike, but he hasn't really gotten a great. He hasn't gotten any screen time. Yeah. There was also a, a moment that I think is worth mentioning where Nicole takes Angela aside on the beach just right before the date and says, look, Clay and I are boyfriend and girlfriend, so as long as you stay from away from us, we're good. And Angela says, you know, I'm not a drama person. I don't want anything to do with Clay, and I don't want to ruin what you have. I truly mean that. So they've had this girl-on-girl moment where mm-hmm. they've sort of agreed to exist not step on each other's toes right right exist harmoniously if not as friends um yeah and then the date takes place pardon my note my paper noise there's also an a little episode where Tasha decides to stir the pot some more she's doing a lot of pot stirring these yeah. past couple episodes yeah she and Christina and Kaylin. Kaylin's been doing the least amount of it between those three, Mom. Kaylin, don't even get me started. I'm Tasha's, just saying, okay. if you don't like her, you should not like all, any of them. Tasha um, was at the wedding and observing Clay and Angela's behavior. And she thinks that Clay should have been introducing. Nicole at the wedding as his girlfriend, and he didn't do that. And Tasha in her ITM is like, Clay is not available. You know, if and if if I don't talk to him, who will? So Tasha takes Clay aside and says, you know, she doesn't like what's happening to her friend Nicole. And Clay is basically like, 
rather unconvincingly saying he's ready for a relationship and he's all about Nicole and Tasha doesn't really buy it. So um, post Mike and Angela's date, every you know there's a commercial. They come back and Clay is juggling. Did you see that Clay juggled? No, I didn't. I was impressed with that. Clay can juggle. Just like he's juggling these women. That's right. Ha ha ha. Wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I noted that the old timers that, that have been on the beach, they're looking pretty crusty and sandy and tired compared to Angela, who looks absolutely perfect all the time. <laughs> Um, Haley and John Paul Jones are looking at the waves, and John Paul Jones is just fascinated with the waves. Oh, oh, dude, that's a big one. Oh, look at that one. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. For a while, I didn't know what they were talking about. He was just standing there kind of pointing off in the distance going, oh, dude, that's, oh, that's amazing. (laughs) And, you know, Haley in her ITM says, John Paul Jones is fun, he's playful, but he's also serious and intelligent. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not sure I'm still buying the whole intelligent thing. From John Paul Jones? Yes, exactly. Um, so Mike and John Paul Jones go to those little swinging basket chairs where people go. And John Paul Jones tells Mike that Haley's great, but he's really drawn to Tasha. He really can't help it. It's something in his subconscious that's just attracted to her. Um, and he starts riling himself in his, he has an ITM then, John Paul Jones does, and he starts riling himself up over Derek again. And I wrote that I think Ariel's totally right that the producers are doing this to him. Because he's like this little, he's just, we've never seen any sign that he's ever been malicious or mean. Or, Derek? No, 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 John Paul Jones. And, um, anything like that. And the fact that he's acting out like this, I think he really, all we've seen from him is that he really, really, really likes Tasha, and that he's a little bit goofy and weird, 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 yeah. And plus the rest of the cast, whenever they see him doing this, says, that doesn't seem like John at all. Yeah. Every time. Demi, everybody, and, you know, Demi is a very observant person. John Paul Jones is in his ITM says, Derek's the frat boy. He's a fraud, and that's a fact. Oh my. I don't have anything to back that up, but it's just an instinct. Yeah, I think, no, what he says, which is super funny, it just sounds funny coming from him. He's like, I don't have anything to support that claim, but. It's an instinct. We're animals, and animals have instincts. And I, I, I I could believe that Derek is on the show and chose Demi to be with for self-promotion and and fame. Right. But I don't think he's, like, horrible. I don't think he's a bad person. I do think that... uh, I don't think he came on the show looking for marriage, though. No, I don't either. Um, Especially if he hooked up with Demi. Yeah. Because he he came on to her. At least that's the way the show made us see it. Yeah. So, in my mind, anybody that's coming on to Demi is like, oh, she's the star of the season. I'm going to hook my wagon to this star and see where it takes me mm-hmm. instead of, oh, I really want to marry this person. Especially since he's from kind of an older season. Right. He wants to stay relevant, and he does have yeah. a big stake in his podcast. And he's always he's always been a fan favorite from The Bachelor, and he, he did win one season of the of Paradise when he got engaged. Engaged, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he seems like a super likable guy. And yeah, he's, he's super likable. He's very articulate. He's, and. He's very emotionally intelligent in the way he articulates himself in relationships with people. Yeah. He's, whenever he talks to John Paul Jones, he always seems like the more calm and mature of the two. I do think, though, that he, this was just kind of a fame thing, and I think he probably went in with it. I think they were like, hey, do you want to try to pursue Demi? It won't last because she's bringing her girlfriend. Right. But, like, you could do this, and then it can make you look good, and you could maybe be in the running for Bachelor. Right. I 100% and I, agree. And right. I think he was like, yeah, for sure. Let's yeah. do it. And that would explain also, why he wasn't super heartbroken when Christian came on the scene yeah. and Demi split. And when he was on his season of The Bachelor at, like, he, he was, was a big crier. He he was JoJo's season. Okay. He, he, he was, like, a really, like really big crier, and the way he cried on JoJo's season was much different than the way he was crying, quote, uh, like, 
in paradise when yeah. Christian got there. I get so. that 100%, and I think you're probably 100% right. This is all a setup going in because ABC wants to be um, more Whoa. LGBT aware and positive, and it was all a big plan, probably orchestrated by Demi because she's a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, he's still not done anything that deserves our... You know, like a lot of hatred. Like a lot of the people on this show, his biggest crime is just that he's like a fame whore. Well, and that's true for a ton of people on the show. Not everybody, but, you know, Colton for sure. We've got our Kalins and, you know, there's just a ton of people who are fame whores. And that's just part and parcel for the, you know, for the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek accidentally, in quotes, I wrote... Tells Haley that John Paul Jones is so into Tasha, and Haley's like, I what? don't buy for a second that that was an accident. I oh, think no. he did that That's on why purpose. I put it in quotes. Yeah. yeah. But supposedly, Derek didn't realize John Paul Jones is into Tasha, and he starts talking to people about it. Like, did you know that? And most everybody says, Well, hell yeah, of course we knew that. It's obvious. But Haley did not know that, and it really upsets Haley. Um, You know, she thought they had something. He said they had an instant connection, and she's just really sad. Uh, John Paul Jones gives an epic toast in Spanish. Arriba, abajo, al centro, para dentro. And everybody's toasting. But at this point, Haley takes John Paul Jones aside and basically says, you know, why didn't you tell me you had feelings for Tasha? You said we had a connection. You know, I think you owe me an explanation. And John Paul Jones basically just trips over himself. You know, I do owe you an apology. We have a lot in common. You're goofy and you're smart. But I already had this, like, thing with Tasha established in my mind. And Haley says, it's not right. That Derek told me instead of you. And John Paul Jones says, Derek has no dominion over this. You know, and basically says, you're a big girl. You can find someone here. Which really takes my estimation of John Paul Jones down kind of a notch. I agree that, I don't know, I don't know if John Paul Jones is really bright enough or experienced in Bachelor Nation enough to have deliberately manipulated Haley's rose. Or, you know, well, he gave Haley the rose, but to, I don't think he really did it on purpose. I think he's just sort of clueless and dumb rather than manipulative and cruel. But Haley doesn't know. Well, I think he panicked. I think he, because we saw him say, oh yeah, tonight I want to give my rose to Tasha if I go first. And then when he didn't go first, he was like, I think he must have, he had a plan to ask Tasha. And when that plan fell through, he was probably like, well, don't want to waste the rose. Right, right. And asked Haley and didn't really think too much about what he probably just assumed that she was looking forward to meeting other people. Also, he probably right. didn't realize the extent of. Her I don't think John Paul him. Jones is malicious. I think he's easily manipulated by the people around him. I think he's there's something about him that's just naive mm-hmm. or really young or something. It's hard to put a finger on. I hope he's not being. I hope he's all there. I don't have any reason to think that he's not, like, full-functioning faculties. But, you know, I don't know. He's he's very naive and young, I think. Um, golly. Um, meanwhile, Kaylin Miller-Keys and Connor are an item. You don't have item. to call her by her full name. <laughs> they're an item, and they're making out all over the place, and the pool and the hot tub, blah, blah, blah. She says, it's been tough. I've been struggling. Yeah. It's tough to be young and, and she says she says the same thing she said the past several times that new people have come to the <laughs> to the beach. She says, but it's really starting to look like it's gonna like get better than this. Like like I really finally feel like it's gonna be paradise for me. Which she said when Mike got there, which she said when Dean got there, and now she's saying when Connor gets there. She's just so self-absorbed. She's just so into herself. Oh, I'm so miserable. Oh, like at the wedding, I'm so miserable. Oh, somebody's here. I have to put on my Kaylin fake face. Anyways, bottom line is Connor and Kaylin are getting along well, and I actually think it's a pretty good coupling. If they go off and live happily ever after, I'm totally cool with that. 
What do you think? I don't really think so. I think Connor's too good for her. I really oh, I like do too. Connor. I do too. But if he, I, can, th- I think she, she and Dean are a good pair because they're both so into themselves. Shallow. Yeah. Like Insane horse. Yeah. I don't think Dean's that shallow. Oh no, I don't think he's shallow, but he's a fame whore. Yeah. And he's he, he's enjoying his life now, which who wouldn't? And he wants to perpetuate that as long as possible. And I, you know, kudos to that. That's cool. Um, but I mean. They're both, both Connor and Kaylin are young. If, if Connor can bring Kaylin up to a level that's decent, then I'm all for that. I, I, you know, I think Connor's cool. And he's fun to talk, he's fun to do his voice, so. Yeah, I love Connor. Paper noise, sorry. I hate the paper noise. (laughs) Um, anyways, Demi and, uh, Christian are... Oh, during the time that John Paul Jones and Haley are talking, and John Paul Jones is sort of making an ass of himself in front of Haley, and Haley Haley basically says, "You know, you're 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 doing the same thing as the other people who lead people on, and that's not fair." And in the background, um, Demi is making the best faces. Her faces are so funny. <laughs> She's like, hmm. She's like scrunching up her face like, hmm, I don't know about that. And looking semi-shocked and all this other stuff. But she's reacting to like both the things they're saying. And I think she's kind of thinking they're both being stupid. I also think she might be a little bit drunk. Yeah. (laughs) But basically, Haley's point is that John Paul Jones talks about Derek using women. But that's exactly what he's doing to Haley. Mm -hmm. Because he wants a, he needs a rose. And again, but I don't, I don't think he's leading her on at all. I think now that he's said that, he's kind of just is he's clued in on. now. And I don't think that John Paul Jones is really that kind of person that is manipulative enough to like want to get a rose. I don't think he thinks that far ahead, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think he's so in the moment. He doesn't really know or care where his next rose is coming from. He's just kind of cruising along blindly. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. This is where I wrote, I'm starting to think Paradise might not be the best name for this place. <laughs> Blake's going, he's looking super uncomfortable. Um, Haley's takes him aside and has a long monologue about why men are so horrible to women. Oh, yeah, this was so funny. Why do men torture she's, and manipulate women? She's, she's just crying. She's like, men just use women. That's that's all they do. And it, they're, they're all the same. They all do it. And Blake's like, yeah, yeah. And his face is just like, oh, crap. Yeah, and it's so funny. I and she's like, like, all they want is just to, like, use them and then throw them away. And then <laughs> Blake goes, yeah, F men. <laughs> time his face is like contorted and it's oh crap she's talking about me kind of look it's so funny that makes me wonder if she never heard about the Blake drama like why would she be telling Blake all this eventually Haley says I thought I'd be happy to have the rose but I'm not I don't want to give it to someone just because they look good like what happened to me (laughs) I don't want to give the rose to somebody who's good looking that happened to me funny <laughs> i've seen memes online that that uh miss Haley has obviously had breast implants but i haven't seen really looked at her before so i don't know mm-hmm. if that's true or not but i've seen that going around like people are like i can't even look at her face because i'm looking at her new boobs uh jpj and derek have another confrontation it's just the same old same old that they've had um, Derek is defending himself against John Paul Jones's claims that Derek uses his podcast to hook up with his followers in a shallow, disgusting way. And Derek says, you know, yeah, you know, I said that you can do that in my position, but I choose not to do that. I don't want to do that because I don't want to end up being like Blake. You know, so I'm, I'm not doing that. Even though I said I could do that, you misunderstood me. You know, I'm really a good dude. But also that just makes him sound arrogant, too. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Tasha's freaking out. Um, everybody's watching this fight happen, and Blake is chatting with several girls. He's like, like, okay, I just need your opinion. 
this is unattractive, right? What these guys are doing. <laughs> and they're all, yes, yes, this is unattractive. <laughs> um, people are, basically, people are chatting back and forth, giving each other advice. Um, Matt Donald shows up. Yay! I love the heck out of Matt Donald. We love Matt Donald. And I, uh, we were watching this with some of my friends. And one of my friends is taking, like, American Sign Language with me. Mm -hmm. And he was running late, so he missed this part. But I'm like, hurry up. The guy that knows ASL is about to go on a date. I love <laughs> him so much. And Dylan, like, with everybody that shows up from his season, Dylan just pees his pants in excitement. He's so happy to see the McDonald's. Even though oh, Matt Donald was only there for, like, night, 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God, Matt Donald. So Dylan's thrilled to see him. But so are Sydney, Haley, Tasha, and Christina. <laughs> oh, it's a new guy. And meanwhile, Matt's, Matt he's Donald's... He's so awkward. He's so awkward. And his mantra is, oh, my gosh, what would my mom think? What would my mom think? He's got this high squeaky voice, and he his voice cracks all the time. He's super awkward, but he's so handsome and he's so cute. Mm -hmm. And um, he's his voice cracks when he reads when he reads his date card, but he realizes he only has half of a date card. Yeah, but also when his voice cracks, he goes, "Sorry, guys, I'm M17." <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. So next, Luke S. From Hannah's season comes down with the other half of the day card. Haley and Christina both take a moment to compare him to Nick Vial, and they do this they side by him. side. They, they're the poor man. Yeah, he's. They call him the poor man's Nick Vial. And they do this side by side screen thing with Nick and Luke saying the same thing. Basically, oh, I'm so both, excited to be here. And they're both in paradise. They're too. both in paradise. Yeah. They both have exactly the same haircut and beard. And they both say exactly the same thing. And they the have a sim time. kind of similar voice, too. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's, yeah. It was brilliantly done by the producers. Um, so their cards fit together, so they're going to do a double date. Sid or Matt asks Sydney, and uh, Luke S. asks Christina. And Christina and her... Christina, like, who's from Nick's season. So Christina's like, he looks like my ex. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And later on, Luke says, do, you, do I really look that much like him? And she's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> He's like, oh, crap. Um, I don't think that's that much of an aw crap thing, though. What? Nick's handsome. No, no, it's more like, you know, oh, this is awkward than a... Yeah. I don't like looking like Nick. You know, it's kind of like, oh, this is weird. Um... So, in her ITM, Christina says she's ready for romance and paradise is just starting for her. Unfortunately, Tasha wanted Matt. Um, and so, she's like, in the, I'm in this love triangle I don't want to be in. It just sucks. And I don't want it anymore. I'm done with this. And then leave, Tasha. <laughs> just leave if you don't like it. But of course, you don't leave, do you, Tasha? <laughs> anyway. Plus, she's the one that sent John Paul Jones on the date and came on to Derek, so it's all of her own making. It's Dylan's birthday. Yay! It's Dylan's birthday. Is it? Yep. And Dylan and Hannah decide to go to the Boom Boom Room for his birthday, but we don't. I didn't know that's why they went. I didn't know it was his birthday. I thought they were just saying, yeah, couples are really forming in paradise now. Hannah and Dylan spent all their time in the Boom Boom Room. Yeah, no, they made a point of saying that they're going to the Boom Boom Room for Dylan's birthday. Oh. Uh, I thought they'd been there before, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, everybody's, you know... People are commenting on the different couples, like usual. And then it, Kaylin <clears throat> is telling someone, I forget who she's talking to, but she's like, yeah, I could totally see me and Connor going to the Boom Boom Room tonight. Also, I love that they're calling it the Boom Boom Room, since Yuki called it that one time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's new. It's, oh, it's, it's new. Boom Boom Room. <laughs> yeah. It's new name. Will's like, yeah, Boom Boom Room, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, meanwhile... Clay's working out on the beach, and Nicole's sitting on his back as he does push-ups. She's probably sipping on a cocktail. I don't remember, but that would that would be per I think Nicole she was, usual. I think she was eating. Something, yeah. It's funniest when he's working. Because they do this all the time. I'm kind of like, okay, can you guys get a new bit? But also, it's, it's pretty fun. funny. Yeah. 
to watch her eat like nachos or just some food that's not that great for you while he's like working out. <laughs> I know it's funny. It's like that's the perfect relationship. So the, the, the foursome go on a date into Puerto Vallarta. They cross a rickety bridge. They try on hats, and Christina gets like a, a cowboy hat. And in her ITM, she weirdly says, watch out, Stagecoach 2017. Yeah. And the producer's like, 2017? And she's like, oh, crap. I don't even I know what I'm saying. On, I think she was on Bachelor in 2016. Right, probably. Yeah, so Whatever. I think she was just thinking about her heyday. So they they drink spicy margaritas, and apparently they're pretty spicy because, you know, Matt Donald's where he's going to get sick. They're all sweaty, blah, blah, blah. Um, Matt says, every orifice of my body, something is coming out of. Because he's, like, snotty. (laughs) Spicy margaritas are causing him to snot and cough, and he's sweating, and he's a mess. And he probably has to poop, too. Probably. (laughs) Um, so... He was sweating so much. He really was, yeah. It was, it was, I wonder if it was just him also being nervous. Nervous and drinking yeah. in, the, in the heat. Tajwa, remember, she was sweating a lot, too. Maybe yeah. it's just certain people can't take it as well as other people. And then, um, <laughs> then John put, like, uh, Matt Donald is sweating so much, and Matt Donald goes... John Paul Jones, can you get my back? And he's like, yeah, oh, for sure. Is, yeah, this is later when they're back oh, on their date and stuff. But that's yeah. later? I didn't know he was still sweating that much earlier. Oh, no, oh. he's sweating all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we'll get, we'll we'll get, get back there. to that. <laughs> there's a montage of couples making out, um, but then there's Blake alone. Montage of Blake being alone with goofy music. <laughs> um, Luke asks Christina what season she was on, and she says Nick Viles, and his, he rolls his eyes. Um, and uh, Sydney's really excited to be with what's his face Matt yeah well Christina says during the conversation she says that Matt is much nicer and easier to talk to than Nick (laughs) or that I said Matt I meant Luke she says Luke is much nicer and easier to talk to than um, than 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 Nick was Mm -hmm. Um, she tells Luke a little bit about Stagecoach um Luke and his ITM says maybe Christina still has a thing for Blake. He's a little worried about that. Mm-hmm. Just as a reminder for Matt Donald, sign language is his first language. He learned sign language even before he learned English. Because his parents and his brother, I think, are all dead. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down that his ASL is way better than Cassie's. Yeah. <laughs> Cassie, I don't know if anyone like knows this or remembers this, but when Cassie was teaching Colton how to say cute in ASL on Colton season, what she was really teaching him how to sign was a restaurant. <laughs> she gave him the wrong sign. Genius, Genius Cassie. And so um, Sydney was asking him the signs for different things. I think, or I think he was just offering stuff up, actually. Well, yeah, he he shows her the sign for kiss me. Yeah. So she starts doing the sign, kiss me, kiss me, and he's clueless. <laughs> and I think eventually she says, like, kiss me out loud. And he won't. He's he's just too freaked out. He wants it to be special. And he's afraid about it, what his mom will think. And so he just won't kiss her. He's probably just nervous because of the all the cameras and stuff. And the sweating and the spicy yeah. margaritas. Well, and on. he's probably not used to having to speak on camera ever which like none of these people really are but like in his home he doesn't even speak that much yeah yeah well but in his work he must and stuff he seems comfortable enough speaking i think he's just there's something really cute and innocent about him and i wrote down you know he wants it to to save the kiss for sometime special but like this is the cutest little meet cute ever with the kiss me the sign language and her like trying to get him to yeah he should have just done it whatever yeah um also the sign for kiss me and the sign for number are super similar so like (laughs) you could be like (laughs) kiss me or no kiss me then give me your phone number (laughs) (laughs) and it'd be pretty similar (laughs) um but yeah so that was all cute and but sydney was really annoyed she was like well i was really excited about this but this is kind of a little bit weird and then they go back, right? Was that the whole day? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Then we cut back to the people on the beach. Um, there's more Tasha, Derek, JPJ drama. J- John talks to Tasha. He admires her in every way. 
But Tasha says, you know, the the fighting with you and Derek and Haley's involved Haley's involvement just makes me feel gross and I don't like this. John Paul Jones admits he should have handled Haley better. Um, he starts crying. He doesn't want to scare her away. Um, I don't know. He needs help, I think. Mm-hmm. Whenever they play serious music for him, I expect, you know, nowadays, serious music for him is always followed by goofy music. They just can't figure out what to do with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, so it's all serious and heavy, and then all of a sudden, there it is. He has a big nose blow. I'm like, oh, there it is. There's the goofy part. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, Hannah G reminds us the girls have the roses this week. And are we quite to the cocktail party yet? When does the cocktail party? Dylan. We see Dylan and Hannah from time to time. And the new thing with Dylan and Hannah is Dylan start. He's feeding Hannah. They're always eating some meal together. And he feeds her, which I think is weird. Have we discussed Tasha talking to Derek yet? Is that? Uh, no, that's right next. That's coming right now. Okay. So Derek and Tasha have this conversation, and Tasha basically says she doesn't know if she can get there relationship-wise. And Derek says, "Well, do you know you can't get there, or, or do you, you just think you can't? You know, are you just yeah? Are you just being? Is this just are you your, scared, or are you telling me you know that this isn't going to happen? Right? He says, "Are you? Is this just your kind way of breaking up with me?" And she's like, I know I can't get there with you. And yeah. he's like, okay, that's what I needed to hear. Well, like she says, I don't know what I really want. And he says, but you know you don't want me. And she nods. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. Yeah. Um, also, I, way to go her for not leading him on or anything and communicate. I have very conflicted feelings. In a roundabout feelings. way. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I have very conflicted feelings about Tasha. I think she, is, she can be kind of manipulative. And I think she's a little hypocritical. Um, well, I think the hypoc- the hypocrisy is the main thing with her. Um, I think she's a good person. I think her heart is good. I think that I think she's just a little too gossipy and yeah, hypocritical. I mean, I she's like among the most gorgeous people I've ever laid my she's eyes beautiful, on. but that's not all and that matters. I know, but I'm just saying, being that way, she has this the kind of life where. She's gorgeous, and she walks around being gorgeous, and she's living a different life than most people are because of the way she looks. And maybe that contributes to her cattiness and some of the things she does, but I think her heart is But that's no excuse. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to, I know, I'm not making an excuse for her. I'm I'm just saying that in in her shoes, maybe that's what it's like. But maybe that's why it's that, like that with some of the other girls who are like that. You can't hate on other girls, but then love Tasha, even though she's doing a lot of the same stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying about Tasha and Kaylin are not to be compared. I'm not. I'm not saying Kaylin. I'm just saying like maybe that like Caitlin. You hated Caitlin for yeah, no reason. I barely knew Caitlin. You're right. I was probably being irrational. I just had a thing. I didn't like her. I don't hate her. I just ugh, she just. I don't like her. Yeah, and Colton but, didn't either. And Colton's got. Well, no, I don't know if he has good instincts or not. No, he has horrible instincts. <laughs> so anyway, bottom line, she breaks up with him. Um, she tells him that John Paul Jones has nothing to do with this. This is just how she's feeling. You're a great guy, but. Yeah. And he's like, well, okay, that happened. And he gathers everyone around. He's like, hear ye, hear ye. I only was interested in Tasha, so I will depart now. Later. And everyone's all sad. Demi's crying. Oh, yeah, because Demi and Derek had a special, they have a special friendship. Yeah. You know, and I like, actually think that all they ever had was a special friendship. Yeah, I don't me think too. they ever had a romantic thing. Well, it was just a kind of a semi lusty thing that, that I think it was mostly a friendship, too. Yeah. It manifested itself in some good makeout sessions. That was pretty much it. Um, yeah, he summons everybody and. Announces his departure, like I already said. Yep, yep, yep. Um, In her ITM, um, Tasha says, he's a great guy, he's just not my guy. Which is a Julia Roberts quote for when she broke up with Benjamin Bratt. Just saying. Is that from a movie? No, it's from um, David Letterman. 
Oh. Right when she, right when she, right when she broke up with him, she was on David Letterman. He's like, so what happened there? He says, well, he's the greatest guy. I adore him, but he's just not my guy. Ah, so Tasha has been watching some uh, talk shows. It may just be a coincidence because that was many, many years ago. And we we saw Benjamin Bratt at the last D23, by the way. Yeah, not the most recent one, but the one before before that. that, Because he voiced in Coco, but that's irrelevant. Yes. Anyways, um, Demi's wearing this really cute black crisscrossy bathing suit, which I think is really cute, which is also a Is she? Yeah. I don't know if she is, because aren't we at the cocktail party? No, this is before the cocktail party. He, oh. he cuts out before then. Yeah. Okay. Christian also, when he leaves, Christian gives him a big hug, which I thought was nice. It seemed very sincere. Um, he, she, he, she says he's a wonderful and exceptional, exceptional human being and she wishes the best for him. So that was really yeah. sweet. That was really classy of everybody mm-hmm. involved in that little triangle. Which, and it also makes me think that it's an, just a, another added thing to make me think that Derek was never, Derek and Demi were never actually a romantic relationship. But the girls, in the aftermath, the girls all confrontation. Uh, John Paul Jones brings her a tissue and tells her he's sorry. Yeah, which was kind of, he just comes up to her, and it's not even like a box of tissues or anything, it's just like a single lone tissue, and he says, I'm sorry, and then walks away. So, he left, and I I don't, I'm sorry if our sequence is a little out of order, some of this stuff, I don't really remember the episode super well, and I don't take notes. I think we're pretty close, pretty close. But the very, very end goodbye shot is um, Jorge, I believe it's Jorge during the double date, has presented the two couples with the Mexican tear generator, which is like a plate full of peppers and stuff. Yeah. So basically just torturing the poor people, trying to make them eat peppers and cry. Yeah. Also, though, before that, um, when Derek was leaving, he had a little, like, bachelor audition monologue in his... In, in the car, so it made it sound like he was trying real hard to be Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody tells me I'm a great guy, but nobody wants me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which is very similar to what Mike said when Mike left, too. Wait. Mike hasn't left yet. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, getting all my, I'm getting all my episodes mixed up. <laughs> That's all right. Well, so uh, is this the end of this episode of ours? Yes. Okay. So this is end of episode one of week 10,348. So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. we, again, are sorry for the delay in getting episodes out to you. We have had quite the busy past few weeks. Oh, it's been crazy. Crazy great, but crazy. Yeah. Insane. But thank you, guys. We, uh, if you want... We'd love for you to maybe, I don't know, like, rate, review, maybe subscribe. And subscribe. To also. our podcast, The Rosettes. Share yeah. us with your mothers and your daughters. And please email us, too. We want to hear what you think. Yeah. At, uh, our email address is rosettespodcast at gmail.com. You know what I was thinking? After this whole thing's over, like, maybe do a post Bachelor in Paradise podcast where we talk just briefly half an hour or so about who we think were the most valuable, like, participant or, like, you know, just kind of give a overview. Bachelor-themed overview. Yeah, brief. and, like, who we – our most favorite participants and our least favorite participants and who, who brought us the most drama mm-hmm. and excitement. And maybe it could just be bi-weekly, too. Because I don't know if we'll have enough material. Oh, no, I think maybe just one before our little hiatus. Just come on and, like, do an aftermath show. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, throughout the whole span. I was like, that's a lot of... We can talk about that, too. But just, like, just one, like, post-Bachelor in Paradise episode. Oh, heck yeah. So that's where I want you guys to email us and tell us who you think are your favorite relationships and moments from the season and the ones that drove you absolutely crazy so we can hear what you guys think and then we can kind of respond to that too heck yeah and if you want you can like i don't know message us those instagram or those uh messages and questions and stuff on instagram that's true at our instagram the rosettes podcast wait it's at rosettes podcast is what it is not the rosettes so just rosettes podcast 
is our Instagram. You can send us your favorite Bachelor memes and also your questions and stuff. And uh, if you want, uh, if you want to have any questions or messages read out loud on our podcast, uh, we can also, like, shout out your Instagram handle. So, Absolutely. And that way just, you can hear yourself in our episodes. Absolutely. So, and what's our email again? Rosettespodcast at gmail.com is the email. Yeah. So, but also the Instagram is rosettepodcast. So, pretty similar. Just one of them has that gmail.com at the end yeah. of it. Yeah. Do it, do it, dude. Thank you guys for listening. We are so grateful and appreciative. Or, <laughs> as John Paul Jones would always say, dude, thanks. I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate oh, that, dude. dude. So thanks, dudes. Oh. <laughs> um, and we will see you in just a little bit. We're about to record the second episode, but we're doing it in two different episodes. So later, later.